everybody. Oof. It's uh, Chapo. Uh, started it. You know, it's it's Tuesday here. You know, coming coming a bit late. Uh, it's been it's a bit hot. Yeah, it's a little warm, guys. Uh, okay, uh, I don't so, know if you noticed that. Uh, so today's a bit, a bit of a special episode. It is our six hundred and sixty-sixth episode. That's right. So we want to do something a little bit a little bit different for you guys today. Um, you know, obviously the show has become somewhat bi-coastal and you know I'm, I'm trying to decide you know where am I going to move where, where's the future of the show you know where's our where's going to be our new home base and I thought today like we had a, an amazing opportunity that we had to take advantage of and we're recording our 666th episode from you guessed it hell that's right folks uh, pandemonium itself we're here and I got to tell you it is not a dry heat just warning everybody who wants to do some sins in the, in the afternoon that it is fucking not a dry heat. I am sweating my balls off here. Literally, they're gone. It's a little bit uncomfortable here in hell, but, you know, hey, look, that's, it's, it's all part of the experience. Exactly. Okay, I'm trying to like, feel it like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like the one chip challenge. Uh, we've landed some great interviews for you. It's it's uh, it's Will and Matt here. Yeah. Um, we 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 have made we have made the journey uh, uh, across the River Styx. Yeah. Felix, th- Felix isn't here, but that's because he is in Jewish hell. Uh, well, recording his own podcast. Uh, we don't know how that's going to go. Um, yeah, he he is in Gehenna right now. Yeah. But the thing about the thing about hell, hell, you know. Yeah, good old Dante's yeah Christian ass Euro the, hell. The inferno yeah. is that it is restricted. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, there are there are no Jews here, nope. and you know, like, look, why would we? Why would we want to invest money and like buy property in a place like this that's restricted? There's no Jews allowed. Look, folks, it's hell. Yeah, it's evil. What'd you expect? Yeah, exactly. We're, we, we, you want it to be sustainable and and, and, uh, and democratized. What, what would that mean about uh, those values? Think about it, folks. Come on. Um. So, like, I don't know. My my first impressions of uh, being in hell. Perhaps a preview of where we're all going to be spending quite some time in the future. I got to say, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Uh, f- first impression, though, my first time visit here to hell, you know, as a tourist, um, there's a lot more birds swallowing bodies whole than I had expected. That's true. That's the big, uh, th- honestly, though, otherwise, this is identical to Houston, Texas. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is honestly uncanny. It feels basically as hot and the humid is there. Uh, it, it's about as it's laid out in a similar way. The main difference is the giant birds picking people up and chewing on them and then uh, excreting them. Yeah, uh, there's like a, a big pair of scissors chasing people around, uh, kind of like Q-Bird or something. Uh, there, there's a there's a giant hollow ass that people are getting stuffed in. I guess I got to give Bosch that one. Tip of the cap, he nailed that. Uh, and you know, like uh, uh, Dante, Dante, you know. He, he was the original sort of geographer of hell. And I got it. You know, one thing, one thing that's been a little annoying is uh, walking around the streets here, just on the pavement, the gravel, the sidewalk. It's just everything. It's just it's not an even surface because every surface is essentially um, the faces of millions of souls frozen in a rictus of soy face. Yeah. So you're, just, you're stepping on soy faces all the time. It's, very, very it's everywhere you look. It's like a YouTube thumbnail. Yep. It's like you're, you're, you're putting your foot through a gopher hole, and then you look down, and then there's Chuck Windig there gnawing on your ankle. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, so like I said, we've, we've lined up some, some great interviews for you here. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the small sliver of the stars, because let me tell you, folks, all the stars are here. Uh, seriously, if you've heard of them, they're here. It's, it's uncanny. Hey, Matt Christman, it's the Big Bopper. <laughs> Remember me? I'm on the plane crash. I'm in hell now, baby. <laughs> Gentle lace. 
Uh, but, hey, big, big, big Bopper, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> Who else can we have? I'm being sodomized <laughs> by the devil. Woo! <laughs> Uh, I wonder if he has uh, been able to uh, record any new songs here in hell. Or uh, no, just what well, the shit the lace. It's the only song I ever had. That's it. Bye bye. Honestly, you got to figure he was kind of relieved when he died. Like, oh, thank God, I don't have to follow that up. At least Buddy Holly is here with me. <laughs> so uh, the big bopper. It's just one of, of the of the cavalcade of celebs and stars uh, that are in hell. But and but the first one we'd like to talk to is somebody who we hope can give us sort of an insider's view uh, of hell. Uh, Church of Satan founder Anton Sander Levey. So, listeners, when Matt and I decided to visit hell, we knew we had to talk to someone who could show us the real hell, something away from all the. All the tourist traps that you find in Bedlam and Dis and all, all the all the hipsters clogging the river sticks these days. We want to see the real hell. So, listeners, we've got a great guest for you. The man who can show us the, the real hell like no other. The founder of the Church of Satan. The author of the Satanic Bible. Anton LaVey. Anton, welcome to the show. It's me, y'all. Good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, honestly, it's just nice to have a break. Because again, yes, it's just hipsters everywhere. They fill the streets, and I am sick. Of, I am sick of it because they don't remember the real hell. <laughs> you want to know what real hell is? Is we could talk about taxes. <laughs> you want to get into my my strain of libertarianism? We can really get into it. It's a freaking that. I mean, it's just like what a life story. I mean. They say it's better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. I mean, you're a man who's uh, cer- certainly embodies incorrect. that. They are absolutely incorrect, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I, management here blows. Um, this is a, it's really terrible. There is no, uh, there, there's no comeuppance. For anything. I'm, I, honestly, it's just me. I'm making calls all the time. The delegation is on, it's killing me because I, I don't know how, if you understand how difficult it is to get fellow Satanists to do anything that the manager of this Satanist ask them to do because it's all individual wills and each one of them is their own star and they none of them want to do what i fucking asked them to do. you know i'm sorry i'm putting my bullshit on you i'm sorry so like you know anton you know back, back in back in the earthly realm you know you started out as um an organist at a nightclub in san francisco and then went on to to found the church of satanism because you could you just uh, talk to us a little bit about what what began your journey um, to become a high priest of uh, Satan and to found such a dynamic modern religion. Do you know, I, honestly, I do. I trace it back to the fact that I became bald at the age of seven. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew immediately there cannot be a God <laughs> that would allow this to happen. Uh, so I immediately set off. I knew, first of all, where is the naughtiest people? Where are the naughtiest people around the boards? Of any form of a keyboard, right? You go out there, and it's always funny. Bing, bling, ding, ding. Have you ever heard a calliope? <laughs> it's so evil and fun. Um, and then I, uh, I, I think a lot of it had to do with truly. Uh, it's nice to go to a place where if you the, the goatee is fashionable. I'm completely bald. People love watching me, even as a little boy, learn how to play the piano, and that's kind of what drew me. It was first the music, and then it was the evil. Um, and like, you know, so the, the Church of Satan, like, you know, your acolytes, you know, like, well, 
Well, well, you know, what, what's the most important thing to you about, like, about the Church of Satan, Satanism? Like, you know, uh, the beliefs that make up worship of the devil. Well, what it is truly, it's about individual liberty and this idea that we are all born into a system that we cannot escape, right? This idea of original sin, the immediate hypocrisy that we're born into, that we are forced to live. And you kind of, and, and this is the idea that we walk around and you see, uh, truly you do see homeless people of all stretch everywhere, all the, of, uh, these, these, these street urchins everywhere. But their precious God, their precious church will do nothing to take care of them while they live in these giant ivory castles. But honestly... It's also a really good way to get psychologically damaged, beautiful women to be with ugly men. (laughs) That is what's the major key is that it's a pipeline to short, angry, just the worst shaped men that have ever existed. And it allows them to speak in a funky new way. That I've really, I've I've really helped. It really helps because again, the menstrual blood is is. Essential. That reminds me. Uh, have you run into Jane Mansfield again since you've been down there? She won't talk to me. Uh, apparently, <laughs> she is still a little bit upset about because I took because she said like "fuck my boyfriend" and I thought that she wanted me to do something about it, and that's how I knew the perils of being a nice guy and how these women <laughs> they manipulate nice men because they we think that's what they want, but it's not. They think I thought you say, "Hey, you got a problem?" I cursed your boyfriend. I thought this was going to be, I thought that was, and then she was going to be then, of course, my girlfriend. <laughs> Do what thou wilt. Uh, you know, you, you, could, you, could, you could interpret that a lot of ways, but like I'm, I'm hearing from you mainly, do what thou wilt. It's, a, it's an excellent pickup strategy. You know, this is what women want. They want a man who can do what thou wills and be the, the whole of the law. Isn't it the most deviant thing in the world to make <laughs> love to an ugly man? That's what I say. Like, don't you want to throw <laughs> terror into the face of your God? By having sex with the man with the hairline of Geppetto. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you be excited? Because everyone wants to be with, with Geppetto. And I'm just one of them. It, it really does work. You'd be surprised how if you tell them it's crazy for them to do it, they'll just do it. They, they, because, again, it's how long could be having it's like having sex with me literally takes two and a half minutes. It's two and a half minutes out of a whole life. <laughs> Very easy to do. Um, so, like, for, for any of our listeners who are perhaps um, interested in Satanism or maybe dabbling in it or uh, interested in the religious practice of uh, devil worship, I mean, where, where are some of the ways? How, how should they start? You know, what, what are the rituals? What are the what are the lessons that they should imbibe on their path to um, uh, you know hell? Truly, if you want to be a Satanist, the way it, way it first begins is I, uh, you know, it started as a, a, a strict Catholic is a good way to start to eventually <laughs> become a Satanist. And then you start being a person that goes like onto Reddit going, I hate WandaVision, right? It's something that everybody else loves. <laughs> if everybody else loves it, you have to make sure that you're at the very center of the discourse that says that you dislike. It. That's also a way of teenagers, you can start to get into it. But also, it is sincerely, I think that it's a good way to understand that the villain has a viewpoint as well. Like the idea of the, I know now it's hokey to talk about the being the devil's advocate, but the idea that they, that person, that entity, the other side, ca- has kept the Christian church in business all of these years for a reason. Because they do need petulant assholes reminding them 
that we're your enemy, right? Like, I thought well, you wouldn't be anywhere without us. You need Satan's army. And but the thing is about Satan's army is that largely they love Death Wish coffee. Um, and they, um, and then, and then liquid death, which is fun because it's got the evil, <laughs> it's evil water, which really, really helps. Um, and, and it's just the idea of wearing horns casually, I think is really a good gift that we give to the world that you can go out, you can wear a horn. No one really will like doubt now. I think that we've done that in the last five years. Satanism has really brought that sort of back like fairy kin outfits. You know, like the uh, uh, the the black mass uh, that you created, sort of as a uh, a, a dark inverse, a parody of uh, the sacraments of the the Christian Church, which of course parody you know, is the uh, correct word. <laughs> par- parody, <laughs> it is. It's true. Okay, parody is the correct. Uh, yeah, you know, but the, but the Christian God, you know, uh, Jesus Christ, you know, worships, uh, you know, a weak guy, you know, like who let himself just yep. get killed like that. Nobody, yes, nobody, nobody, nobody helped him. Come on, come on. So He's like, and then skinny. you know, like. Fuck yeah, him, to, man. And then, if he wanted to not be on, it's easy to not get crucified, man. <laughs> you just wait. You got to move them hands. You got to kick them feet. If you're fucking, you get it right in there. Like he should have, str- he should have struggled the whole time. I think about truly what a fucking bitch he was. The fact that he carried his own crucifix to the stump. You would have to fucking cut my head off before I am taking my own guillotine to a fucking honestly i you already got me started that's all i needed to go but you know like you said in your parody in in this in this ironic parody of christian worship obviously in you know to take the holy sacrament to transubstantiation to receive the uh the blood and body of Christ. cannibals um, yes, they call us is, cannibals is this where um um uh you know all the all the menstrual blood and jizz comes in with uh, the church of satan <laughs> My friend, you are right on the money. You don't even need to do the reading. I can send you a bunch of I can send you a bunch of literature about how important cum is. It's everywhere because one thing that's amazing, truly, it's your own food. If you are alone for weeks at a time, like let's say you're you're barred inside, you're you're kept inside, you're in isolation, or you're on a desert island, something like that, you can make your own food from your own penis for weeks. And if you eat your own cum, because there is calories in that is completely real. You could do that and drink your urine for up to a period of time. And then I think then you do, you become legally a libertarian. If you do eat enough of your own jizz and cum up to a period of time. But it is to replace the sacrifice that our ancients used to do. Right? The idea that we used to kill animals and sacrifice because it was the ushering forth of the blood that came from the animal that we'd harness we'd harness that argon energy the thing that comes from the very veins that allows it to live and so in order for us to replace that because in satanism again we're we are we are commercial right we are trying to move units we're trying to create other little groups of satanists so we needed to like lighten it up because people get really freaked out because again a lot of these satanists you find out the fucking vegetarian. <laughs> like they don't even want to deal with it. They don't want to do the, the animal sacrifice. So come is our expulsion of this energy. And yes, we harness it. And I, I did write in, literally, I wrote an entire book called The Satanic Witch. It is all about entrancing people and attracting them. And one of the main tenets is that especially if you're a woman and if you want someone to fall in love with you, you do dawn yourself with your own menstrual blood up behind your ears, this is completely real, and you put it into your cleavage because the idea is that we will smell 
the oncoming fertility from you, and we will be attracted to you. But a lot of times, you just smell like a bed of nails. <laughs> sort of a, an iron. Yeah, iron. yeah. It's very irony. It's very, yeah. very irony. Who's making and I don't... liver and onions? It, uh, it is distinct. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the, how much, I'm wondering now, in, in hell, is there a lot of cum or none at all? What's the cum ratio? There is a straight up lack of cum. I <laughs> mean, um, legitimately, it is because they were trying to take away our personal power. Yeah. They don't want us to do, but we're all edging in hell. Unfortunately, <laughs> we are just get to the very top, and then it, it nothing. You can never go. It's like being on Paxil. <laughs> <laughs> You're just stuck in it. So you know, there's no come. But it's like yeah, and but also I appreciate it because everybody who's torturing, they're also not enjoying themselves, and so it's kind <laughs> of like on brand. And then you find out that Satan himself is actually not very happy, and. Then, when none of us are living our best lives or doing anything. It's, and so I, I guess there is that. Again, it's, I think I've heard the term, it's a vibe, not a <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Anton, you mentioned uh, one, one of the main things that the Church of Satan was uh, founded to uh, protest and fight against was um, unjust taxation. Yes, yes, yes. Me, <laughs> Dr. Demento. If we could do the insurrection all over again, we if I could have been there, I would have been there. Honestly, I feel like there should be an insurrection every year. I do. I honestly agree. I agree with that. But yes, it is one of the reasons why. Like mostly, it's, again, it's hypocrisy. It's this idea that they all they all mark themselves as the most they, they're compassionate and they and they help the weak. But all people do is pay in and get nothing out of it. You get spiritual coins. But you don't get anything out of it. You know, they're like when you should be able to get a check every month if the church is not getting taxed. I mean, you, but you, you know, you were uh, highly influenced by uh, Friedrich Nietzsche and Ayn mm. Rand. I mean, I assume they're both in hell, right? Oh yeah, we're having a great time. But Nietzsche, honestly, Freddie is just a such a fucking downer. He's so upset <laughs> all the time, and I get it. I was like, hey, let's make the most of this. Let's think about this. He's just so he's so sensitive because again. Because he didn't do anything wrong, but telling God he's dead, it's like reading your own reviews on iTunes. It's not good. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear the truth from anyone. It's very, it's brutal. But you, but you isn't, you isn't, uh, you know, uh, a, so we say like uh, a less than a perfect 10 as a guy have figured out a way to have sex with all these beautiful women. Oh, Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand with objectivism found out a way for uh, men to have sex with unattractive women as well. So, I mean, she was sort of a pioneer in, in that it's, regard. It's kind of nice, actually, that they get some, too. That the sour-faced, the sour-faced capitalists also can get sucked. And she is... <laughs> a, a, I, honestly, I do get kind of annoyed, because I'm a... Believe me, I'm a Satanist. I'm a self-star. Right? I believe in that. You know, I get out there. I know what it's like. I, I can put myself... I'm my own boss, my own entrepreneur, no gods, no masters, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Anne Rand is a pain in the fucking ass. And um, her books, uh, I, I don't care who John Galt is. I don't care. I mean, I, I was into it after, for a second. I was into it for a second. And then I met her. I guess it, maybe that's what it is. Is that people meet me, I try to do both. It's called satanic duality, right? So when you meet me, you, you hear of me. You think he's this evil lord of the, you know, he he's the master of deception and then loves torture, blah, blah, blah. And yes, part of that is true. But also, I'm a funny guy. 
I'm a person that likes to mix it up. I like to meet people. I love holding court. I love throwing lunches. It's like, that's really all the Satanic Church was, was an extended, like, cocktail evening with naked women tables and then my very poorly kept lion that I still feel, I honestly, I'm guilty about to this day. I never should have did what I did to that lion. It was very, very bad. But again, that's what Anne Rand misses. It's like, it's got to be fun. It's like, you know, don't you want to take time off from being a bitch? Like, just for a second? Like, don't you just want to, like, have an afternoon where you're not Anne Rand, where you're just, like, a lady about town? I don't know. She's just, she's too in character. But, you know, I, I suppose that, like, uh, the, you know, there, there are people who call themselves Satanists, but it seems in our contemporary world now, there are way more people who call themselves libertarians. And sure. I guess what I'm wondering is that, is it possible to be a real libertarian without worshiping Satan? I feel that they are very, very close. It is very difficult to separate. Um, I, it's, I, I guess that's how they say it. It's like, not all libertarians are Satanists, but all Satanists are libertarians <laughs> in general. Yes. And I think, honestly, it's got a lot to do with the fashion. Have you ever <laughs> been to a libertarian meetup? Like, I, I, have, I mean, well, I'm, I'm in one right now. I'm in hell, but yes. Uh, not yet. Yes. Well, the problem is, is that it's, uh, it's, you know, how do you say it's all been curated by Walmart? Where <laughs> Satanism is about bringing some edge to it. I like to cut, like, it's about packaging. Satanism always was and always will be about the circus aspect of it. It's like, you got to have fun with it. I, yes, I want to wear a cape and not pay taxes. That's being a Satanist. I mean, you know, we hear a lot today about how we live in an increasingly secular society, that uh, religion plays less and less of a part in the lives of young people today. So I guess, like, you know, in the 21st century, um, what, what does Satanism offer the world today? Well, Satanism truly, again, death wish coffee is at the top of the market thanks <laughs> to Satanism. I, um, there's a whole, if you look at, a Hot Topic has never been more in touch with what the youth want. Uh, Satanism really could, again, it's dialing it back. Because I like what the say, satanic temple is making it all very political, which I think is really important. The idea that you, we should be able to have common spaces. If you're going to have a Ten Commandments statue, we should be able to have a Baphomet statue, which I don't even fully agree is the actual central symbol of Satanism. I actually don't even know how we got there. I know he looks metal, but he's, you know, it's kind of just more of a symbol of duality. But people need more of a sense of humor with their doom. Like, I feel like this is the perfect time. If this does feel like, it's feel like very heavy times, right? It feels like it's, everyone's very scared of what's going to happen. But that's why it's like dance on your way to the grave. I think that's really important to, to, to be frivolous, suck dick, eat pussy, do drugs in the next couple of years. I think that's the one thing that the, my original stripe of Satanism can, can bring back. Just remember to suck a dick in the next couple of years and enjoy yourself and get your penis sucked by whoever's there and enjoying themselves. I feel like that's that's the key. <laughs> uh, you know, you had some, you had a lot of uh, uh, celebrity adherence to the Church of Satan, like you know uh, Jane Mansfield, um, uh, Kenneth Anger was you know influenced yes. in, in his wonderful films. But I mean, like uh, who who's repping who's repping Satanism today? Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> um, with just her simple. Have you seen her her speech? She got arrested. Where she's like, you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I was just like, yes. Yes, girl. No, we do need some better representation. I do think that it would be nice if finally some people can kind of come out and say, hey, yes, we're Satanists. Get with it. We're loud. We're proud. Uh, it'd be nice for you to hear that that's why 
the fucking Diane Feinstein is still alive. That she has some <laughs> form of connection to the fucking deep, dark, like set. I know that she talks to set who's the ancient god of death in the Egyptian world. And she's ready to crack open this whole world, which is why she's trying to make marijuana illegal in California. <laughs> but yeah, I don't fucking, I, I hate these people. I fucking hate them. I, I mean, so like, uh, you know, uh, upon death and um, now, you know, joining the Dark Lord um, in the afterlife, was there anything that surprised you upon um, entering hell and meeting the big guy himself? Again, just straight up, I, you know, I died. I just went straight from the heights of mid-1980s squalor, San Francisco. And it was incredible. Yes, I was addicted to heroin. Yes, nothing, none of it was great for me, necessarily. But right to, as I was going to be dying, it was right as I was about to die. I was about, fuck yes, I'm going to hell. Hell, sweet Satan. This is going to take care of me. Man, there's just nothing happening. I thought that it was going to be, like... Jimi Hendrix and Sid Vicious and and piles of heroin and 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 multi-legged like women of Babylon that we were all gonna spread. And honestly, we've just been sitting in a gray room for <laughs> thirty-five years. I've been in a gray room, and I'm I'm starting to think that it's that like I guess it's like you hear all these stories about the monkey's paw arrangement with the devil, and he's, you're gonna find it. You're gonna everything that he does, he's gonna twist it with something ironic and. I always just thought, yeah, sure, for everybody else, but not me. <laughs> but then, um, apparently, no, I am just everybody else, <laughs> which is devastating. <laughs> um, I guess, like, okay, so, like, we're, consi- we're considering moving the show to hell. Um, just, you know, like, a, a, oh, good, any right, good luck. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You want to be near the train. That's for fucking certain, because you don't want a long walk. Um, it is a nightmare. Um, I, a lot of people I'm seeing are living, um, it's very similar to Greenpoint, where it is people are living 10 people to an apartment. It is very, very intense. Um, but you got to be hungry for it. I think that's really what it is. As long as you're willing to go out, because you're going to need to do between 20 and 30 shows a night. And But the, what really is important in hell is the hang. <laughs> is that as soon as you get out here and you start doing these shows, you're going to really want to put your face around because you're not going to get, you're really not going to get any good like sights of any of the torture destinations unless people know you and they vibe, they vibe with you. That's what's was, most I mean, difficult. It's the partying. It's all that. It's all the after hour shit. <laughs> is, I mean, is there anyone in the hell that you were surprised to find here? Surprised, uh, Betty White, uh, the big bopper. Um, I, honestly, I knew Betty White was coming because there was no way she was supposed to live for that long. She was a fucking, she was a heroin addict her whole life. I knew that for a fact. Um, I was mostly surprised by, you know what's nice? They let David Bowie visit. <laughs> he's just so curious. So he just like, they let him come down. Like he come, he visits and he says hello and stuff. But it's like, he says a bunch of weird stuff about like, because he did magic too, but it was all milk based. And I, I don't understand because I can't stand milk. I don't really know why. And anyway, why would you drink the, the piss and cum of a lesser animal that's not a human? Yes, I'm drinking human cum, but it's just coming out of its. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And the fact that he even drinks so much milk, I don't understand. But that's nice when he comes down. But pretty much everybody you assume is down here is fucking down here. <laughs> they're, everywhere, I- they're all here. Uh, I mean, Anton Levey. I mean, you're you're an author. You've written many books. Founded a religion. Yeah. Um, you're working. Are you cooking up anything new? Do you have anything you want to plug? 
what I was hoping to do is I want to get into the world of mukbang, uh, which <laughs> apparently is very lucrative for some people. And again, I love uh, eating large amounts because it's a hedonistic lifestyle. So you do you. Love doing that. And I love making choking noises. And I think that the audience will love it too. I think that they will see. Um, and, but yes, it's a lot of, it's, I, I really want to stick to chicken wings or like something really carnal like that. Something like, like pork ribs. Or something. But yeah, mukbang, I, I, you know, it's so hard. There's so many outlets now. There's so many ways to do content now that it's like, where, do you, where would it matter if I arrived at? And so I do think in many ways, mukbang could use a hedonistic stripe of Satanism. Uh, well, I, I mean, I can't wait for that. I yeah, we're for the, looking forward to seeing I that. I can't wait for the Satanic mukbang videos. Is that good? Is that good? Is that sensual? Are you supposed to masturbate to this? I honestly don't know. Uh, Anton, I think if you've proven, if you've proven one thing in the world, is that you can masturbate to pretty much anything if you put your yeah. heart to it. That's incredible, isn't it? Is it the word magical? <laughs> it's great. It's great. Well, Anton, I, I want to thank you so much for your time. I mean, you're really, you've given us the glimpse here of the dark side. And, you know, like, I, I got to say, you're, you're, you're making a strong case for, for moving the show here. You yeah, know? yeah. For the tax breaks alone. I mean, that is, it is key. But I swear to fucking Christ, if you up my rent, I'm going to kill both of you. <laughs> okay. Don't you don't you ruin this neighborhood for me? Okay. Because well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm, maybe like sort of like lease. It's like a timeshare or something like that. You know, I'm not. I'm maybe like I'm not oh, fully committed to, yes. to living the in hell. Best of all, a timeshare. <laughs> You'll never ever be free. <laughs> Another trick of the devil. Uh, Anton Levey, the founder of the Church of Satan. I really want to thank you for your time and uh, showing us a bit of uh, your hell. Yes, or make sure. You never take anybody's bullshit. Don't touch a child unless they ask for it. <laughs> and every day, eat a jar of cum. You'll make a million dollars. I mean it. <laughs> uh, thank you so thank much you. for your time. It's Church of Satan, Anton LeVay, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Wow, I guess it seems like he's... Uh... It uh, seems like uh, Anton is uh, maybe having second thoughts about the whole devoting his life to Satan thing. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be having a great time. That's all I know. No, I mean, yeah, like like he's like, like he said, you know, he's he is not. You know, look, if, if if you're worshiping the devil and expect to get any kind of VIP treatment here in hell, uh, I got I got news for you. You know, you're just it's it's it's, it's pretty much you're going to get the standard treatment. Yeah, you you're really your only real hope is to just be so cool that Satan wants to hang out with you. That's it. That's that's your only hope of getting any kind of decent treatment down here, which is why we're hoping we might do okay because we're we're so goddamn cool after all. You know, it's interesting uh, that uh, Anton says that there. Uh, it's interesting as Anton points out that there's no come at all here in Christian hell, uh, but according to maybe we can confirm this with Felix later. According to medieval some medieval Jewish uh, traditions, in hell. Uh, the fornicators, for example, uh, drown in rivers of cum. So, there you go. I mean, I'm not seeing any of that here yet, though. I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind a little cum. I, I mean, just just a little bit here. Yeah, help me up. That's what that's what Will's saying right now. Fill me up with cum. You know, uh, I believe it was uh, Jean Paul Sartre who said that uh, hell is other people. Indeed. I mean, he's here too. So of he's, course, he's one yeah. of those other people now. Yeah. But you know, I mean. 
uh, now that I'm here, yeah, there are a lot of people here. It, it, it's a little crowded. But, you know, some might say uh, hell is a, a lack of other people's cum. It's true. We're just cumless over here. And, you, you know, you're like, oh, no, but you're drowning in the cum. It's like, well, what's, what's the worst part of drowning? Like, you're afraid you're going to die? Well, you're in hell. Don't worry about it. Settle down. That's the thing I never, I don't really get. And I guess if we stay here long enough, I'll figure it out. I mean, yeah, it's like, this is sucks. You know, this is awful. I'm sweating my ass off, as I said. I keep getting my fucking liver pecked at by this giant uh, bird with a human face. But every time it happens, I'm a little more used to it, you know? So exactly uh, how do they keep this fresh, I guess, is, is the question I have. I don't understand it. I mean, we're, we're, not the, we're not the only people who are dead here in hell. I mean, we're, we're visiting her right now. I mean, we ran, we ran into Rod Dreher half an hour ago. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, but, you know, apparently, like, you know, yeah, he's considering moving here as well. Yeah, you know, he just likes to check things out, uh, you know, to keep tabs on uh, all the latest perversions so that he can share them with his newsletter readers, just strictly as a journalist. Yeah. I mean, he makes the point that he says while, while he is, uh, uh, you know, being flogged by uh, a dominatrix with uh, pig legs, he's screaming, uh, this is for journalism. I'm not being turned on right now. This is not hot. You know, I mean, he, he, I mean like, look, he's, he's, a, he's, an, he's an international traveler. I mean, now that he's freed up, freed up from the wife and kid, you know, he can, he can, you know, he's in Hungary, he's in, he's in, he's in France, you know, he's, he's, you know, uh, visiting all kinds of uh, retreats with uh, young grad students and things like that. But like, uh, Rod is in hell. He's spending the week in hell here. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was great to, it was great to run into a friendly face. Yeah. Uh, in, in the pit of sodomy. Yeah. He was uh, doing that same face he made when he saw those oysters. Yep. He was just like, hi guys, it's Rod. Journalism. Hi <laughs> guys, it's Rod here. Uh, it's Rod here in hell. This place is a disgrace. People need to hear more about it. Victor Orban needs to become king of hell and fix this place. He said he's going to be spending a lot more time here, though. And, you know, like, it, it's just good, like, because we don't know that many people here. Yeah. And, we'll Rod, you know, Rod's a guy we know. Face. So, I mean, we're getting, we're, getting, we're getting dinner later with Rod. Yep. Um, look, I know we, we've had our shenanigans with Rod, but look, we're all, we're all in hell together, so yep. we might as well make the most of it. Yeah. We're going to get oysters, but in hell... They're based. They're all the uh, giant uh, red lobster oysters that taste like tires. But once again, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna get a. You're not gonna get a good, uh, a good uh, Puget Sound oyster. Where do you think you are? In hell, the the sweaty giant Magyar men. Um, they chew your pork knuckles. The pork knuckles chew hairy Magyar men. <laughs> well, you know, uh, when we came to hell. I mean, obviously, we had, we, had, we had a lot of big gets, a lot of, a lot of dream names that we wish we had, hoped to have the chance to interview. And, you know, we were lucky enough to get, I think, two of the biggest names in hell. You know, when you go to hell, there's two people you want to meet. Ladies and gentlemen, we are lucky enough to be joined by Adolf Hitler and Satan himself. Guys, welcome to the show. Great to be here. It's great to be here, yeah. Great, great, great. Uh, I'll start with you, Hitler. I mean... How things been, you know? Good. <laughs> How you holding up yeah. is really the question I want to know. Um, well, you know, I think a lot of people here don't really know what their uh, path is, what their journey is. But I, I came in with sort of a plan. And I've mostly been focusing on myself, healing, and then uh, making amends for what I've, what I've done in life. So. And like, how, how does that? How does how has that amends process been been carrying carried out for you here in hell? Well, you know, I guess I have been focusing more on myself. I've kind of gotten into surfing and you know just reading, hanging out with friends. But you know, yeah, if anybody wants to come by and talk with me, I'm happy to sort of 
say, look, I'm sorry for everything that happened, but that was years ago, <laughs> you know? It's it's sort of like, you know, uh, you, you probably have done things in the past five years ago, ten years ago that you regret. Yeah, And, and for yeah. me, it's, it's, what, 80, 60, 80 years? <laughs> something like that. I mean, I barely remember it. <laughs> uh, and, and then, say, the big cheese, the Hello. big dog. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yes. I'm a professor, uh, Dr. Demonius X. You might know me as uh, the king of Satan. <laughs> I um, mean, really... You're the one responsible for really all evil in the world that's oh, ever existed. Oh, that's right. That's right, baby. You know, uh, things here in hell are just, um, you might consider them a tad askew. <laughs> we do just things a, a little differently down here. They're just a little bit twisted from the norm. They, they deviate slightly from, you know, the mainstream. <laughs> so. But we have fun here. Yeah, we have fun. You, you, you've seen... Uh, the Adams family, are you familiar? Yeah, of course. That's that's hell, babe. That's like <laughs> we've, that's basically what everyday life is here. We've we, got a channel here, it's all Adams family. We've got, you know, Uncle Fester. We got a guy who's just a hand walking around. You know that they're creepy and they're kooky thing? Yeah, and that and we, that's that's us, man. And we think, <laughs> you know, people like Abu Ghraib, they think being tortured is bad. We think it's good. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's just something to do, and 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 that's again not to get back to my personal journey, but when you come down here, you you'll a lot of guys don't like it. They get in a funk. It's because they're not doing new things every day. I'm yeah. doing something every day, and whether it's getting they're not, tortured, they're not making or going the most to a book club. What you know, they got down here, yeah, pickleball, pickleball. Uh, you know, we have we have like uh, our public parks are actually pretty nice. We have like <laughs> monkey bars and things like that. You can yeah. everyone gets their own golf cart here. That's some big thing I've noticed. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Well, they. But they're all golf carts. Uh, they, got, they got one busted wheel, so it's always like turning to the right. Right. It's like it's like a shopping but, cart. I, I you mean, know? You, there's got to be like some like you know caveat, some kind of sort of like punishment, you know, for like. Uh, I technically, yeah, yes, it's a punishment. There's, there's always something in hell. That's right. There's a uh, just a little tiny twist. I mean, I'll be the first to say it. Hell isn't perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. Hell, hell's got problems, but we we're, make do. We're uh, you know we're improving every day. Doing a little bit better. So, how much torture is involved here? Is there a quota every day? Does it vary? Are you getting tortured like for a law? Like really get the business and then you like take a long break, or or is it like um, constant? What, what's the th- I mean, there, there's a shortage well, of of demons, so it's not as if not everyone can get tortured every day. But I think the people that want to get tortured, Catholics. They get tortured, right? The, the, you know the, the part in Metal Gear Solid where your fucking, uh, you, you know, snake is, like, tied up and you got to mash the X button to get... That's, like, you know, what torture is here, you know? You just got to keep mashing the X button and for, like, uh, two minutes. And then you get a different cutscene when you do a good job. Well, well, Satan, you know, Lucifer, Lucifer and Morningstar, you know, the original, the original rebel angel, I just, like... Your, your, your story is an inspiring one. So, like, you know, could you take us through just your decision to rebel against God Almighty and, like, you know, be, go from being an archangel to the I'm, Lord I'm of sorry, yeah. that, that is pro- that's propaganda. No, no, I, they, I am a fallen angel, uh, but I, it's because I literally fell. I fucking, <laughs> I slipped on a banana peel up there. Fucking, uh, so this know, is Ernest dropped a fucking banana peel in heaven. I slipped on that shit. I knew Ernest went to heaven. Uh, 
So God just like never got God, around to God bringing you back up. Right God does not just, give a, a shit about he, he anybody but himself. He can't see that. It's a fucking cave in the whole in the fucking earth. You know? <laughs> no, Satan, Satan is being modest. I, I will say this about Satan. He is the celestial Bernie. Because in heaven, he was more popular than God. And a lot of people started saying, we should have a vote. We should, we should decide we should who, vote, who vote. really runs this thing. A lot of people, I would, you know, I know who I would have voted for. <laughs> and God was like, no, we must uphold the tradition, monarchy, all this. He, he's an old stuffy piece of yeah. shit. Well, you had a problem with the, the main guy, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, his son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about nepotism. Yeah. You know? That guy, and here's the thing, too. People from heaven sneak into hell all the time to party, and there's a certain wayward son uh, we see every weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be scandalous if people knew that up top. Oh boy! Um, uh, Hitler. Hit, hit, I mean, look. I mean, you've 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 had qu- you've had a quite a legacy back up on Earth, but I guess I'm when I'm here in the 21st century now, I've been here longer than I I was on Earth. I yeah. mean, but I mean, what I mean is like I, I'm surely like I don't know I don't know if you guys get the news down here, but fascism. It's coming back. I mean, Italy. Italy just Ooh, went fascist. Yeah. They. Mamma mia. I mean it. it <laughs> It's a spicy meatball. I, I I don't align. You know, I'm not really a political guy anymore. <laughs> but I mean, she she is basically girl Hitler. You know. But I mean, like, I mean, uh, your, your thoughts on how your how how the legacy of fascism has played out in the 21st century. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people who still 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 like Hitler. I mean, would they would they be disappointed if you found out that you've well, chilled look, out? I'm, I'm wearing shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. You know, that, I'm just not that guy anymore. I've changed a lot. You know, one thing I, I, that happened to me was I, I found out I, I have ADHD. <laughs> um, and it makes sense when you look back at, like, I mean, the films. I was moving crazy. Fran- I was always, always had some harebrained scheme, <laughs> you know. And, look, I, I hope that anybody that's still a fascist would take uh, a lesson from me and say, hey, it's not out there. It's in here. And you got to work on yourself first. It's true. Absolutely. And Satan, you know, like when, when, when a guy like, when a VIP like Adolf Hitler comes through hell for the first time, I mean, how are they treated? What, what can they expect? Well, let, me, let me tell you something. You know, in here in hell, things are just a little bit twisted, <laughs> you might say. Uh, so we think a guy like uh, Adolf Hitler is actually good. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, we... Uh, you ever have that, like, friend in middle school who you just go over to his house and he lets, like, the dogs and cats, like, piss and pee all over the floors? <laughs> sure. That's, that's what we do in hell. We just let the animals poop and pee at whatever they want. And it's considered order here and not chaos. Well, all animals come here. It's, it's a very... Heaven is empty. The rainbow... There's no such thing as a fucking rainbow bridge. You know, rainbows, they're not solid. <laughs> the fucking animal's gonna go right through it. And, into and my right room. down to hell. Yeah, right, right into my lap. <laughs> we love kitties and uh, puppies down here. They're fine. Yeah. Um, I'm like, do you, do you, uh, Satan. Uh, do you have a favorite sin? A, oh, a favorite wow. vice oh. that that is celebrated here in hell? Well, uh, you know, here in hell, things are just a tad askew. Everything's <laughs> a little bit different. So, I mean, you know, things that are considered sins on on your uh, plane would actually be considered uh, good here. <laughs> If you if you do a number of sins, you get you can get like a free meal and you know it's, yeah you, you goes know. on your card. It's so nice. what then is is the best uh, good thing 
the, the best good thing you can do. It, like, we'll get you high fives down here in hell. You could, uh, you know, rob a bank. I, I, you, you, you fucking know. You, you, you know the crimes, you know. <laughs> we're, we're big on blaspheming God. You know, yeah, you know all the main, like, you know, the crimes. The, the, so you can't pick blasphemy. a favorite. It's just like, if you're doing crimes, you're doing good. Yeah, I mean, well, you know. I mean, all those guys, the Joker, Riddler, they're all down here. I mean, the real crime down here is uh, charitable acts, like, you know, donating to the local museum or <laughs> picking up trash from the highway. <laughs> That's uh, considered kind of a uh, gay. If <laughs> and, and, and in hell, gay is good, right? It is. It's, it's <laughs> nice, yeah. I, I've noticed there's quite a, lot of, quite a lot of sodomy down here. Yeah, yeah you're really uh, leaning into that as a motif. Is that just like seasonal, or has this been going on for a while? It's, it's kind of boring, you know. We, we're we're into like really vanilla sex now. <laughs> it, it, it like goes like we go back and forth between you know. But yeah, we we just overdo it sometimes. We're like, oh shit, we gotta we gotta get back to basics here, you know. Um, yeah, uh, Hitler, you mentioned that there's been sort of a, a, a labor shortage of uh, demons. There's not enough. Uh, Ironic no, punishment. No demons want to work anymore. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the thing with hell is the population. We're we're in a, a boom, I guess yeah. you would say, and it just keeps going up and up. But we only started with the same the same demons. I mean, what do you do? You can't just make new demons. No, you, you can't turn a human into a demon. I mean, that doesn't work. Like the, the whole body structure is completely different. They're just not like you know built to have horns coming out of their head. But I mean, do you find that 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 the demons nowadays are not like, like, as Matt said, they don't want to work anymore. There's sort of a, a lack of uh, enthusiasm right, for their yeah. job. That's right. They're sort of quiet quitting. They're sort they're of only bu- just doing bourgeois, just the bare minimum. I would say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they become bourgeois. bourgeois. They're not quiet. They're always, always screaming. Always. Uh, but, you know, recruitment has never been better. Everyone's coming down here because, you know, there's, there's like a miscommunication or something. Like, like, pretty much nobody's getting into heaven, you know? It's like... Everyone is just going instantly to hell because, like, you know, nobody, re- God, like, forgot to, like, you know, drop the rule book down here or something. <laughs> so everyone just. They're just guessing. Yeah, they're they're just, like, wrong. guessing. Yeah. They're, they're like, what the fuck? It's pretty random. It's random. Yeah. You might say it's so like, I mean, obviously, like, the, 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 the vast majority of people listening to, to this interview right now, like, they, they pretty much guarantee that they will end up in hell Certainly. after they die. But I guess I'm wondering if, like, for the few people out there who don't want to spend eternity in hell, what are some of the best ways to avoid going to hell if, if, if they so choose that? Well, like I said, there's no escaping hell. There's fucking no rules. A lot, of, a lot of times I notice got new guys come in and like, what am I doing here? I'm not bad. I'm not Hitler. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm right, I'm right here. No, well, you ate shrimp, you fucking idiot. You ate, what do you think is going to happen? You, you eat shrimp. You're, <laughs> they eat shit on the ocean floor. You think you want that in heaven? You want like shrimp eaters in heaven? That's fucking disgusting. I mean, it's using toilet paper. They don't like that. No, toilet paper. I mean, that comes from trees. That's an animal. Trees are an animal, and you're just stripping their flesh to wipe your. That's horrible. That's horrendous. So avoid eat, avoid eating shellfish. Avoid wiping your ass. Yeah, that's right. You know, so heaven is full that. of stillborn babies. No, and it's like, do you really want to be around that? It's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, the you know, like it's popular in Japan. They got the bidets, so like everyone in heaven is just like Japanese because they're the only ones who like follow the rules. <laughs> uh, uh, Hitler. I mean, like thinking back to you know your your life on Earth, 
World War II, obviously that's a big part of your story. If you could go back and do it again, what would you change? I mean, I think, I, again, I would have began that journey of self-discovery earlier. I would have, I would have stopped frantically looking for things to do. I mean, the reason I really got involved with the Nazi thing, it was the only time where other people helped me along. People were really into it. And I think I would have asked myself, do I like this? But you need, you need collaborators to finish any project. That's you know? right. Absolutely. I would have spent more time in Vienna, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, wrap your head around this. Why would I punish Hitler if he was bad? Because I like bad things, you know? <laughs> so maybe... Does that mean that Hitler is actually good <laughs> on Earth? <laughs> and when he comes down here, he's bad? Which, which makes him good, good. <laughs> yeah. for me? Satan is a bit of a philosopher. Yeah, you? well, just just think about that, you know? So, like, what, what, are, what are some plans for hell? I mean, look, it's a, the, it, it, there's a lot of history here. You know, Dante got all the different the different circles. There's no circles down here. <laughs> no. Everything's square. <laughs> is there any plans to add any new new squares? Any new levels to hell? Any any new, any new things that you can go to hell for? Oh, we got what's in it? Cryptos in the news. Crypto, yeah, yeah. You, you fuck up with crypto, you fuck up in life. You know, you, you come down here. I mean, yeah, you, you, uh, you know, NFTs. If we, we we just got into NFTs, you know, you gotta uh, if you have like a little demon uh, avatar. Yeah, if you're goth, you go to hell. Yeah, that's right. We got like invader invader Zim merch all over the place down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of girls with dyed black hair and hoodies. Hell, yeah, they're the best. <laughs> well, like what is, you know, and as far as like the people who are currently living on Earth or maybe trying to go to hell or avoid hell, you know, I mentioned Dante. I mean, you said that, that was 100 percent cap. There are no circles down here. It's no. not, it's not the map he laid out is completely. Which fraudulent. is why Dante is in hell for lying about that. That's, That's right, right. Yeah. What, what would you say are some of the popular misconceptions about evil and hell that like should show their face in popular culture? Why do why does everyone think everything's on fire here? Like, why why would anyone want that? You know, we no, it, it would burn down our condos. It would stuff. be so fucking annoying to have to keep rebuilding shit because it burns down. <laughs> so I mean, it's ridiculous that people need to think about the economy of hell and how it functions. That's right. I, I mean, like you know, whenever a tree dies, it usually goes to heaven because trees, you know, are usually pretty good. So uh, it's hard to get wood down here, and so. <laughs> If, why would we want to burn in all the wood we're getting? Yeah. I mean, you have to wait for a tree that's done something bad. That's right, yeah. I mean, like, you know, some of them, like, fell over on top of, like, a lumberjack. So those, we, we got all those, the lumberjack trees. And they, uh, you know, we, we build little, little, little sheds to live in. Why would you, you wouldn't want to burn those down? Yeah. So, you know, if people on Earth are, you know, listening to this, you know... All they, aluminum foil goes to hell. Yeah, you know, get some, like, goat's blood and rub it all over the tree. If you want to help us out, you know, <laughs> just, like, slather some trees in goat's blood and cut them down for us. Because we, we need them. We need trees. We need wood. <laughs> hell needs wood. That's right, yeah. I mean, like, there's, fire, but there's only very discreet areas of hell. Well, I mean, and we're... We're being sanctioned, of course, so yeah. we can't get a lot of these supplies. That's right, yeah. You know, For so-called human uh, rights abuse. Joe, sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> walk, me through, walk me through a typical day in hell. What, what, Hitler, you get up in the morning, 
What do you do? Every day for me is different. <laughs> but the important thing is to find something to do every day. Again, books, movies, friends, the beach. You know, you have to have a goal. And I know what that is the day before. Uh, today I went to Erewhon, you know. How's the Erewhon? What are the prices like at the Erewhon in hell? It is expensive. <laughs> well, uh, every, you know, every supermarket down here is an Erewhon. So you don't have much choice, do you? It's a sacrifice that we make here in hell. <laughs> Hell's not perfect. Again, it's that's that's the thing I say. Guys come down here. We don't you know. make we don't make sacrifices. We accept sacrifices, you know. <laughs> well, was God going to like see our sacrifices and go, "Oh, okay, maybe hell is actually good." But <laughs> What, what, what do we got to sacrifice here? Hell is the, it's the ghettoized version of heaven, essentially. Okay, well, I mean, we, we've missed the boat on heaven's, you know, acceptance, I think. I don't want, I wouldn't go there if they invited me, frankly. Yeah, well. I'm here with you, buddy. Sucks. Uh, Hitler, like, you know, when you're thinking about what's going on in the world today, like, who, who are your guys? Who are your guys who's, like, really, like, upholding the Hitler legacy on Earth now? Uh, again, I'm trying to distance myself from all that. You know, we, uh, we just did another interview with, uh, the Try Guys. Yeah. Um, and I, I think they're doing some pretty cool work. Yeah? But, I mean, frankly, uh, I don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to, the, I think the last thing I tried to watch on TV was The Good Place, and it was very cloying, <laughs> so I didn't enjoy it. My girl, I, my girlfriend's pretty young, though. You ever, uh, watch, uh, Squid Games? That's, haven't seen it. That's what hell is, baby. We just do things a little bit different down here, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute, Hitler. Uh, you say you have a girlfriend down yeah, here. Yeah, some news. Uh, man, Hello. Yeah, wh- uh, who is she and what happened to Ava? Some some people, they come here and they're, they're so tied to the past that they just can't change. And, and unfortunately, she's one of them. Well, Ava went she, to she, heaven, she, you know. She was getting in the way. No, she was getting in the way of my personal journey. You got cucked by God. <laughs> That's not what it... <laughs> That has nothing to do with it because we were still talking on the phone. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend now, I can't name her, but I will say she was a princess of a country I bombed. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Well, what about what about some of your, your former friends and collaborators? Uh, Goebbels? I mean, you still in touch? He draws furry art now. <laughs> so um, I'm glad he's he's... You know, he has moved on in a way, but I, frankly, I don't uh, like hanging out with him. He's a weird guy. I mean, he only died in like 2019. I mean, he's he's, he's very savvy on all the oh, really? internet trends. Yeah. Oh wow, that, hey. that, uh, that I wasn't aware. Of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a relatively new addition. To, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was living in Brazil, mm-hmm. so he he really only speaks Portuguese. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like you know, is, is it is it you know, we're, like I said, we're not gonna name her. So it's a new mm-hmm. relationship that you've just started here. Is it, it, what's dating like in hell? It's kind of like a treadmill. You just get on it, and there's so many different people, new people to meet all the time, and not a lot of people want to settle down. And, and luckily, uh-huh. my girl is a little bit more traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever like, considered opening up the relationship or people poly in hell? Uh, every poly person goes to hell. <laughs> so, yes, people are poly here. Yeah. People are going to say, oh, Hitler's conservative. He's a, uh, you know. Reactionary. I'm a react. No, <laughs> I'm not. I just, you know, I just one one woman. That's that's enough for me. You know, what if other what other people cho- choose to do with their time is their own business. Hitler's going to worry about Hitler. 
so say, uh, uh, so the Antichrist. Yes. Uh, your 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 boy. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is 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 he on Earth now? Uh, will he be arriving shortly? And if so, not, where is he? What 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 can we expect? This is kind from of this a guy? TMZ question. Uh, what, 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 like, what's the scouting report? I, I kind of lost track of him. Honestly, this is this guy named uh, Bob Hope. <laughs> he was a he was a funny guy, you know. <laughs> he he died a several number of years ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, nobody told. Where, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> I didn't see. Did you see Bob Hope anywhere? Um. No, I, I haven't seen him. Wait a minute, did he go to heaven? You, you better not have the <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking turncoat piece of shit. Well, I mean, the thing about the Antichrist is he's a really bad guy, and that would be the most awful thing to do to you. Yeah, I mean, to go I've to never, nobody's ever betrayed me. This is fucked. <laughs> I've, I'm feeling things i never felt before in my life. Uh, so like, I, I guess my question is, like, you know, we're considering moving the show to hell. I mean, you just... Uh, like pitch us like you know what are some do's and don'ts uh for first time you know like people who invest in property in hell that thing about peeing in the pool and it turns the pool a different color that actually works in hell oh, so don't oh, don't, man. Yeah. don't pee in the pool Ouch. thanks for that one yeah that's a good, good well, i'm gonna turn around i'm gonna say do pee in the pool because <laughs> we do things differently around here and the uh the, the the pool is actually the wrong color until you pee in it down here. <laughs> the pool is actually just piss, and then if you pour water in it, it turns a funny that's color. Right, yeah. Yes, that's correct. No, you piss in it, and it turns blue water instead color. of yellow. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, just like, you know, I mean, we're, we're only here for a little bit longer. Uh, then we got to go to Chicago because we're doing, doing, doing a show there. Uh, my my condolences. Yeah. yeah, I mean... <laughs> Just that, uh, any must-dos, must-see things to take care of here in hell before we go? You gotta see, uh... Go on a hike. A cave. <laughs> There's a cave here. That's really nice. Uh, the guy you got, that- like, stalactites? You know that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you got caves on Earth, you know, but they're, they're cool. Do they got those, uh, the fish guys with human legs and the fish heads? Are like they mermaids? running around in there? Uh, yeah. The reverse mermaids. Yeah, those guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they're all black down here. Well, of, what does that mean? They still, they still, exi- <laughs> they still exist. Well, yeah, but. Uh, has hell gotten too woke? Yeah, that's a good H- question. Hitler, I'm, 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 you can, t- you can t- feel this one. Has uh, hell gotten too I'm, woke? I am, I'm not a political guy. <laughs> I honestly, I don't pay too much attention to it. But these these kids, I mean, the thing is, you can't even, like, perform at colleges anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> or stadiums, big rallies. It's, it's yeah. just, you know, they, they want to make their own identity, and part of their identity is these little cartoons, Steven Universe or whatever. And yeah. I mean, every, t- every once in a while we get here in hell, we're like, we get a guy who's like, I want, I want to torture, a, you know, a, a Mexican guy or something. And we're like, come on, man. <laughs> that's, that is, that's too far. Yeah. It's, it, I, I torture. It's like a lottery system. You know, there's, it's completely blind. There's no, uh, you know, it's a no, meritocracy. No it's, a true, it's a true meritocracy yeah, down here in hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends on which like quote unquote car you're in. So like which, which gang you kind of affiliate yourself with in hell. But I mean, it's it's very strange when someone's like, "Yeah, let's let's kill uh, Jews." And it's like, e- even I'm like, "All right." Yeah, I mean, come on. First of all, you can't kill anybody down here. No, 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 no. Is it just? I guess it's like, does love exist in hell? Absolutely. Yeah, we love uh, love to do things a little differently. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. I, I mean, I, I, I know you guys are both very busy. I really want to thank you for, you know, penciling us in for a little time here because, you know, you're, you're running the place then here. You know, it's like number one and two. So I really want to thank you for uh, just donating a little bit of your time to us here today. Uh, Satan and uh, former chancellor of the uh, National Socialist uh, German Workers Party, uh, Adolf Hitler. Thank you. Yeah. Good, uh, good talking to you guys. Um, I'm going to go fuck a rat. <laughs> <laughs> So, hope you all have a good one. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know, Kelly, okay, it's like, uh, you know, a lot of things you know, people complain about here in hell, it's sort of like Europe. Not a lot of ice water. <laughs> yeah, you know no. what I'm saying? They serve you water, it's fucking room temperature. Yeah, you know what it's I'm very saying? annoying. And again, no air conditioning. It's yeah. a lot like Paris, honestly. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, but we're not walkable. Obviously, you're just yeah. you're just no, on no, no. highways over uh, yeah. uh, no shoes. It sucks. Uh, but I gotta say though, the food pretty good. Surprising, I wouldn't say so pretty that. good. I had yeah. a I had a nice I had a pho. <laughs> I had pho. You know, a nice like a beef pho. I mean, it was beef. I mean, like could it, it was it was called baby pho. Yeah. You know, but like I mean, I, I was assuming that that was just sort of a marketing marketing ploy. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, fetus pho. Yeah, it's like how they like they always say like uh, you know crab. Uh, Rangoon, that's never a crab. Imitation at best. Don't worry about it. Um, but the, the fried calamari here is just fried hog anuses. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no hiding that. It, it's refreshing, honestly. Yeah. it does taste identical. Yeah, and what, are, what are some of the other best bites we've had here? You know, there's a, there's a great, there's a great little empanada place. You know, <laughs> but you know, like the coffee, kind of middling, kind of middling. You know, um, yes, yeah, it's hard to get, it's hard to get a good. Uh, like I said, no iced drinks down here. I, I asked for a cold brew. They looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Yeah, it sucks. They were like, dude, they were like, buddy, you're in hell right now. It's hot, hot bevs only. <laughs> yeah, as a result, I have not gone, I have not gotten a single uh, Coca-Cola. Hot Cokes are not good. But I mean, all the, all, all the, uh, all the CEOs at the Coca-Cola company are here. here though. That's true. And, but you know what? The Coca-Cola secret ingredient Aborted fetuses. People said that was Pepsi, but yeah, like, no. no, it's actually Coca Cola. Yep, they did it again, folks. Okay, well, the next dinner you got lined up. I mean, like th- this is a guy that he was probably probably the person I was most excited to talk to here in hell because he's probably the person most surprised yeah. to find himself in hell. Absolutely. Uh, you know, probably the hardest loss of Pascal's wager of all time. Got brutally owned, ladies and gentlemen. Eminent author, literary critic, and bad boy. Christopher Hitchens is in the house, is in the hell. (laughs) All right. So, like I said, next up, we have a man who is probably perhaps more surprised than anyone to find himself in hell. Author, literary critic, Christopher Hitchens. Christopher, how's it going? Well, despite that rather supercilious and facile introduction, I am... Somewhat vexed to report that <clears throat> my situation has been um, uh, rather unpleasant as of late. Um, you know, uh, when, when we knew when you, when you agreed to do the interview, we reached out to uh, Pascal about his wager and you, the fact that you lost the wager, and we asked him for comment, and he just replied to our email with the abbreviation for "laughing my ass off." My reply to Pascal, as it is to you is uh, the same as it would be eternally, uh, during a mortal life on Earth or otherwise, is that the wager cannot be lost any more than it could be said that if Sir David Hume had uh, lost on points, billiard game after billiard game after billiard game after billiard game. 
that one could say that the game did not exist. Uh, the proof of a scientifically known organic and therefore mortal nature of life itself and therefore a godless atheist reality of the universe we inhabit is not only conclusively proven in my books, but also conclusively settled in debate by my appearances on CNN and MSNBC and parties hosted by Graydon Carter. I do not accept... So, I, I do not accept that my current predicament, as difficult as it may be, is what you would term to be a, a, a sentence to everlasting torture in hell. That is a fantasy for school children and obese Baptists. I maintain... I mean, but like, I mean, but... I maintain, and, 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 Chris, and we're, I, we're, I do urge myself to continue. I do urge myself to continue uh, this very, very important point. I do maintain that although I am put under extreme duress on a daily, nay, hourly basis, and that there are flames surrounding me in every di direction, I maintain that it is merely a hallucination of the pineal gland, that I am still inhabiting a hospital bed and suffering from <laughs> esophageal cancer. And that I am merely in the throes, <laughs> the final moments of an organic creature's last uh, breaths on this earth. I believe that I am merely rehearsing a debate in my own head at the conclusion of a lifetime, as one would in the shower or at any other time of one's existence. <laughs> so, I mean, like, this, 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 this is sort of um, inspirational because, you know, we're here interviewing you in hell. Uh, I, I, I am not in hell. I am for, not in you know, hell. I refuse to. Okay, I refuse well, to concede okay. the, uh, the point. Like I said, that's that's inspirational. You're sticking to your guns here on the uh, the atheism kick. So I mean, like, uh, any any comments about uh, about about the non-existence of God and the non-existence of hell that you'd like? Although to you one would look around and understand understand one would look around and if one were not one if 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 one had not matched wits. Uh, with George Galloway and other uh, and other worthy opponents <laughs> in the arts of letters and sciences, if one's mind had not been honed with the knives of Vanity Fair, one one might uh, allow one to be seduced by the um, persuasion that you are surrounded by a Mephistophelian torture that may last for a number of thousands of years or an eternity from the scale of a human lifetime. I, however, I understand. I along with thousands of superior minds dating back to so far, understand that what I am experiencing is nothing short of my own mental mindscape. Even Do not interrupt me. Even though I am subject, subjected on a 24-hour basis to a severe waterboarding, uh, one, one could call it a waterboarding, I am subjected to a waterboarding with the, uh, with the collected semen of Evelyn Waugh. <laughs> Even though again, I am, a, I am like there's a lot of jizz here, it is set on fire. It is mixed with gasoline. It is the flaming cum of Evelyn Wong. <laughs> Even though I'm subjected to this on a 24 hour basis, I refuse to admit that what I am enduring is any sort of punishment from any sort of deity. If it were, it would conclusively prove that that deity were of a lower mental capacity than the victim of his punishments. Even though I have been subjected. To a trial where Aristophanes himself appeared, nay, borrowing from the plot of his own play, The Frogs, appeared and held a trial 
for two de- de- to, to, for two deceased poets of which should rise from Hades to rescue Athens in his moment of greatest tri- in his in her moment of, uh, of 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 greatest difficulty uh, uh, where a trial was held. Uh, Comparing the letters of I, Christopher Hitchens, with those of Tom Wolfe. And uh, though, it was, uh, though it was presented to me as if I lost the competition, and the brekekekekekeks coax coax of the frogs of Aristophanes uh, took Tom Wolfe back up to the living world, I understand it to all be fictional. Uh, answer me this. Have you seen a, a, a resurrection? Have you seen a re- resurrection or a reincarnation of a Tom Wolfe? I take your silence. I take your silence as confirmation that it is a, a bonfire not only of his vanities, but a bonfire of the concept of reincarnation itself as well. I am feeling. I am being. I do not consent. I do not consent. My mind is free. I will not submit. I will not submit to this display of Islamofascism. And although in moments like this there are clearly weeping and gnashing of teeth, I refuse. I refuse to recognize that I am not being given one final interview. One final unnecessary interview with myself on my deathbed, which seems to have lasted now at least 12 years. So, yeah, you know, I'm hearing no regrets as you, as, you, as you experience this temporary uh, natural phenomenon of DMT hitting your brain and recreating a very, very lifelike fantasy of you being tortured for the things you said and did while you were alive, uh, you know, as you wait the final nothingness of complete actual death, which is you know, nothingness for eternity, um, do you, I mean, like, you're standing strong and no regrets, but I mean, is there, is there anything you wish you could have done more while you were alive? I only wish that I could have impressed uh, with a, a greater sense of conviction and justice my superior sense of humor on the female sex. <laughs> <laughs> I only regret that my persistent flop sweat, stinking of gin, was not personally <laughs> that was not personally shared but with Christiane Amanpour, but was done so over a satellite link connection. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I mean, obviously, there, there's there's the Iraq War, there's there's torture, there's you know, spreading the gospel of new atheism. You did also refer to Mother Teresa as quote an Albanian midget. Uh, I mean, come on, is there any regrets for that? For that alone, you think maybe like this is why your DMT death trip is the way it is because of the Mother Teresa stuff? Maybe it could have been more fun. Maybe this could be more of an enjoyable experience here. Maybe a reconciliation, you know, with uh, with loved ones. I look around plainly to answer to answer your point. To to your point. To your point. To answer your query, I look around here in this erstwhile hellscape, and I do not see Mother Teresa. I do not see the Albanian whore. I, I, my eyes are clearly open. I, I perceive myself blink. I blink, theref- I blink, therefore I argue. I look around quite clearly and I see no Mother Teresa. And we all know, in any, in any honest intellectual analysis, you would know that if this were an eternal damnation, that Mother Teresa would be here, along with every other Christian saint canonized by the Catholic Church. I see them not. Therefore, this cannot be hell. <laughs> 
QED. Uh, I mean, what about other uh, you know religious figures that you've uh, lambasted in the past? I mean, are you seeing them now in this uh, sort of uh, fantasy created by your own mind before the eternal void of nothingness? Any anyone you're happy to see joining you in this uh, baroque fantasy of your own torment? One would think what uh, what I see familiar faces. I see familiar faces that remind me of uh, the combative newsrooms of London and New York. I see people that I would have seen in a party at Vanity Fair. I see very clearly. It, 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 obviously, what has happened is that there is a vigil around my hospital bed, and I'm being fed gin and galois. And the, what 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 has been experienced here? Is nothing, and I and I and I damn them. I damn them. I tell them not. I tell them not to comfort the dying in his final moment. I have a piece that will be debuting soon in the New Yorker called "Against Comfort." <laughs> <laughs> I got got to ask though. You know, you, you you've had many epic battles with Gore Vidal. Has Gore showed up in this fantasy of torment? Gore Vidal has not shown up in this fantasy any more than he otherwise would. <laughs> In my daily <laughs> fantasizing of debating with him, I do not see him not. <laughs> you, you Tennessean fool! Uh, to quote, to quote, uh, to quote a celebrated review of one of his final and least impressive works, uh, Palimpsest. Um, I, I, I would say again regarding Mister Vidal that he is fat. He is obese. His mind is aged. <laughs> his mind, as his arguments are, aged. <laughs> Uh, uh, he is, uh, if not a willing tool, uh, then, then, then certainly uh, a fellow traveler and a useful idiot for not only Saddam Hussein, but the Ba'ath movement across the Levant and Southwest Asia. <laughs> Who among us could have predicted that the aristocrats of the Tennessee Valley Authority would, uh, would, become, <laughs> would, be, would become the water carriers, so to speak, for the Ba'ath movement? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, the bath has reached from the Tigris and Euphrates to the Columbia and Tennessee rivers. Uh, any, any other former collaborators like Donald Rumsfeld? I mean, you know, you work closely with him on the whole Iraq Rumsfeld, war thing. Rumsfeld, shows? I see daily Rumsfeld. He is next to me in the hospital. He is comforting me in my dying moments. I see, yes, and he screams. He screams constantly because he cannot imagine living on without me in the world, beset by the radical left and the fundamentalist right. He screams of torment, knowing that a world without Hitchens is a world dimmer by far. I do not, I do, I do, I do not subscribe to the fantasy that his torment is uh, supernatural in any way. This is conclusively proven. Yeah, what about uh, is Saddam there? You, you, you were going to answer that one. Have you seen Saddam? Indeed, I have seen Saddam. Saddam. Uh, in, indeed, I have. And I understand what I understand, what I, what I believe to be more plausible than that he and I have been placed adjacent to each other in everlasting torment. What I believe to be more plausible, and which therefore cannot be argued by any serious debate, is that Saddam Hussein that Saddam Hussein himself was not executed in Baghdad, that it was not his neck that we saw snapped like a chicken, that in fact it was one of his body doubles. And this is more altogether <laughs> more plausible. And that Saddam himself was brought to my hotel room to thank me, to thank me for removing him from power. 
as a mea culpa, as ironically, as it were, a Paul, a Paul on the road to Damascus uh, scenario. That Saddam himself, him, that Saddam himself has bent the knee in the final moments of Hitchens' walk upon the earth. I do not forgive well, him. I do not Mr. forgive him. In fact, I do not. I do not forgive him, and I and I, and I gleefully taunt him at the uh, at, at at the um, securement of the Iraqi uh, of the Iraqi gold reserves um, by George Clooney and uh, and Ice Cube. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Hitchens, I mean. It, it, it was great. It was great to talk to you again. I mean, uh, our world has been sorely missing your voice as you, you know, I mean, you know, as you transition into eternal nothingness um, on, on your hospital bed, as this dream continues, the dream here uh, for, for Matt and I for the rest a of A spiritless, cold, yeah. kinetic, a cold and kinetic eternity. I, I must demand that you can see an eternity that is, yeah. uh, that is cold and kinetic and involves no more than the occasional, like no more life than the occasional electron. And well, yeah, like as far as our world is concerned, it has been. Uh, I mean, it's it's felt like hell for me because there's been a severe lack of Christopher Hitchens debates and uh, TV appearances. On- <laughs> this is the part. This is the part. This is the part where the nurses. This is the part where the nurses insert my own pin as a catheter. I refuse this treatment. <laughs> A fountain pen used used to write my most piercing works. God, fuck the cunt of God. Well, I, you know, uh, Mr. Hitchens, like I said, uh, my, my, my closing thought, it's felt, it's felt like hell on earth for me these past years because there have been precious few and indeed none there have been no Christopher Hitchens appearances on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, and that's felt like oh, hell. That's what felt a, like what hell a to loss. Me. We have all felt it. We have just imagined all of the, the, the new rules you could have shared. If this were hell, if, if, if I were in hell, if I were in hell, would I not see Bill Maher? Proof to you. Proof unto you. <laughs> uh, case closed. The case, not, the, case is not, the, case, the case is not closed. I disagree with you on that. The case must forever be argued. More important in the human experience than being right is to be combative. This has been known since the pre-Socratics. This has been clear to those of free minds since Marcus Aurelius. The human mind is not of purpose unless it is put to use in the action of humiliating the female sex and advocating for a war, after which none, none will achieve their Valhalla and none will be condemned through their below. Well, Mr. Hitchens, like I said, I, it's it, it's great to know that there's a part of you that still exists somewhere out there, continue, fighting the good fight against God, against religious belief, I, and against Islamofascism. I look out very clearly. I see across a curtain of flames, and an eternal. I see an eternal cloud of smoke rising from the rising rising from the from the curtain from the shadow of the flames, and in the distance I see Orpheus attempting to carry his beloved up to the top. The, up to the peak of Hades, where it, uh, it, it returns to the mortal world. And I understand this to be a pageant. I understand this to be a pageant that Ariana Huffington has organized on my behalf uh, around, <laughs> around my abode of convalescence. And I reject it. I reject it on theatrical grounds. 
and I reject it. I, I reject it as something att- attempting to uh, convince uh, me of some sort of pagan afterlife, which I reject also as handily, as did Plato. Mr. Hitchens, I really want to thank you for your time. You know, God is not great. But talking to Christopher Hitchens, you can't, oh, can't you know, can't you, you got no complaints. You got no complaints. There. there is no, I will add this, there is no dismount that I will allow you to do without further objecting to the points, that are, the very important points that are raised because they must be deflated. <laughs> there is no elegant way. That I will not concede the fall. In fact, I will tell you, I am here to plug my latest work. Is uh, it, my, my latest work is a, a thorough debunking of Aesop and his fables. Uh, it has come to light that the fables themselves must not be taught to our children because they involve not only supernatural, but lessons, uh, lessons which are of a, um, uh, a clearly um, a satirical uh, view. And one should we and, and one must not we must not indoctrinate our children, whether they be our young or our children who are of advanced age and in positions of power. They must not submit to the tortoise nor to the hare, to the scorpion and to the frog. I stand astride their path across the river and I say, sting not and swim not. Neither one is real. <laughs> animals, don't, animals don't talk. <laughs> coax, coax. I beg you, make it in. Christopher Hitchens, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, we love him, don't we? Yeah. I'm not God. I will never beg to God. Wow, hell, what a place. You know, but I have to say, nice to visit. I don't think I want to live here. You know, it wasn't as bad as people said it was. Certainly not. No, people get way overboard. You know, it's like, it's fine. But you just imagine over time, it just, it would get on your nerves, you know? It's just, it's that kind of thing. It's an experience I think everyone should have at least once in their life. Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got You got to check it out. Uh, it's like seeing Paris or Houston for that matter. But yeah, no, Satan, Satan is real. He's real. He's working his power. Uh, he's a little twisted and he's a little sick. Uh, we can see him and feel him in this world every day. Every single day. Um, but you know, look, we, we, we can't spend eternity here in hell. Uh, not yet. Anyway. Not yet. Um, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back on Earth. We'll be back on the the mortal plane of existence uh, to kick off our fall tour, starting uh, October first, Chicago at the Vic Theater. We are pleased to announce we'll be joined by musical guest Solips. You will know Solips as the band of Charles Austin of E One. Uh, we've got some more uh, musical guests and uh, special guests to announce as well on October eighth at the theater at the Ace Hotel. We are going to be joined on stage by none other than Tim Heidecker. That's Tim right. Heidecker will be guesting with us in Los Angeles. Then October 14th in New York, theater, New York City at the Town Hall Theater, we will be joined by Music 95 Bulls. Finally reunited with 95 Bulls. We get to be on stage with them. And then uh, we'll also be joined by special guest, a, a certain uh, portly Greek stand-up, a certain gentleman who we cannot name due to promotional conflicts, but you know who he is. You know who we're talking about. And then October 30th in Fort Lauderdale at Revolution, we will be joined by the musical group Donzi. Donzi, and we will also be joined by the same Greek stand-up who we can't name, but you all know who we're talking about. You know. So 
got a, we got a, we got a fresh slate of uh, musical acts and comedians joining us on this tour. Tickets still available at chopotraphouse.com slash live. Oh, I was just going to say real quick that we do, in fact, also have a musical act for L.A., who we also cannot name yet due to promotional uh, conflicts, but, they, but that is because they are big enough to actually be playing music festivals like this weekend, uh, and we can only name them after the festival is over. So there's another act there as well. All right, well, uh, I've had enough of hell. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, cheers, everybody. <laughs> Now you make the scene all day, but tomorrow there'll be hell to pay. 